Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The length scammers will go to is almost endless. The consumer watchdog has issued a warning. A record number of scams. Fake emails and text messages. Fake emails. Hackers gained access. There is such a huge amount of people that are at risk. Fraud. The scams can be extremely sophisticated and hard to detect. You get your hopes up and then um, and then you find out that you've been scammed. Kicking the guts. We're spending more time online and therefore more vulnerable to scams. Ripping him off. Black Friday. There's lots of bargains to be had. Amazing deals. The busiest shopping event of the year so far. Too good to be true. Click here. Black Friday in Australia keeps getting bigger and bigger each year. We've also seen criminals take this opportunity to scam shoppers while they're filling up their virtual cart. People need to be starting to pay attention to whether these stores are legitimate. Despite the chaos that the COVID-19 pandemic has caused, Australians are expected to spend up big this festive season. According to Finder, the average Australian is planning to spend $893 this Christmas. That's over $17 billion nationally. The festive season sales begin with Black Friday and Cyber Monday, with close to $2 billion in sales expected across the four-day period. But it's also a prime time for scammers to be out and about trying to steal your personal data. On this episode of News Fix, we speak with a cybersecurity expert about the warning signs while you're shopping and what you can do if you get caught out. Welcome to News Fix. I'm Damien Haffenden for 7news.com.au. According to figures from the ACCC's Scam Watch, losses to online shopping scams have increased 42% in 2020, with almost $7 million duped out of Aussie wallets. Scam Watch has also received over 12,000 reports of online shopping scams, with classified websites such as Facebook Marketplace and Gumtree making up the bulk of those reports. So, what should you be on the lookout for when shopping online? Garrett O'Hara is a cybersecurity expert and principal technical consultant with Mimecast. Now, it seems to be a perfect storm for online shopping at the moment. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and a lot of people obviously shopping for Christmas online. What are scammers doing to take advantage of us? So scammers are, are pretty sharp, right? They're looking at, uh, as you say, this kind of huge, huge frenzy for shopping. And with Black Friday, Cyber Monday being two of the biggest weekends, let's be honest, or biggest days for shopping. Um, they're well aware of that. So what they'll do is they'll spin up fake websites, for example. So fake websites that maybe look like uh, retailers that everybody's familiar with, or maybe that don't, you know, that look like brand new uh, retailers. Um, completely fake. D- designs really just to do nothing more than steal your information and steal your credit cards. So watch out for that for sure. Um, you'll see a huge influx of fake postal and delivery messages. So they'll be generally on email. Um, and most people have probably seen some version of those at this point. You know, the ones where they tell you that there's a package that is delayed and click here to see where it is. And, you know, people kind of go, oh, hang on, what, what package is that? 
and they click on the link and, you know, potentially then there's some malware installed on their computers. And, you know, that's obviously not, not a good place to be. Um, so basically, you know, long story short, as people are kind of out there looking for really, really good deals, it's important that they just keep their heads together, you know, don't forget common sense and, um, you know, don't kind of rush through and then, you know, click on something and then regret it afterwards. Now, it's not just emails and websites that we have to look out for. There's also text messages that are coming through as well. Absolutely. Yeah, you're seeing more and more of those. And I, I reckon the reason for that is that how many of us are now putting our phone numbers on those forms when you have to check into cafes, um, if you're in a state that's lucky enough to be doing that. And, um, you know, when you think about how many of us are putting the, the phone numbers uh, on those forms, they're out there. They were already out there, let's be honest. Um, and what the attackers will do is essentially send fake SMSs through to people very similar. Um, you'll see uh, an, an, an SMS around a delivery of a package or one of the things that we're seeing at the moment is around ATO, which is not necessarily related to Black Friday or Cyber Monday, but it's the same sort of thing where they're, they're saying basically, look, you're, uh, you're up for fraud and you need to click on this link to understand what the charges are. You know, those kind of social engineering type attacks and also SMSs for really good deals, you know, for retailers generally that are too good to be true and, and really are not true. So, you know, kind of watch out for those. If it looks like a deal that's just incredibly good, that's designed to, in that moment, get you to, you know, be greedy essentially or think that you're going to get an amazing deal and uh, click on a link or, and then, you know, potentially provide information to those people that they can sell online. What are the big warning signs of a cyber scam? What are the red flags that we should be looking out for when we're clicking around? Look, one of the, the first things that anyone should do is check the domain for the website. So that's the, the URL or the, the part of the website that you would type in, you know, the, the name of the company.com.au generally is how that looks. And very, very important that you look at that and make sure that it doesn't look at, sorry, it doesn't look similar to a commonly known retailer. You know, they will often change one character, one letter within the domain. So at a glance, it looks like something you're familiar with, but actually it's a completely different website. Um, look out for that for sure. And I guess an example of that is if you're going to Woolworths, they might drop one of the O's for a zero. Um, and at you know, first glance, it doesn't look really wrong, but it takes you to a completely wrong place. Absolutely. And, and that is a perfect example. So that's an example of swapping a character. One of the other things that it's uh, important to know about is a thing called a, it's called a homoglyph or a homograph attack. And that's where you use characters that are actually not from the Roman alphabet. So the one that you know most Australians are probably familiar with and probably use uh, quite often if you're typing in English. Um, but obviously, there's lots of other languages in the world. Some of those languages have characters that look exactly the same as our Roman alphabet. So I could swap something that isn't a zero. It actually looks exactly like an O or it looks exactly like an L. And those characters are, they're called extended characters. And that's really, really actually quite difficult to see. Um, and that's something that is, is happening a little bit these days also. Now, a lot of people might be shopping on their lunch break. They might be at work or using their work equipment if they're working from home. What are the implications of some of these scams uh, and malware on businesses? That's actually a, a very good insight you've you've just mentioned. So actually, we've just surveyed um, a bunch of organizations around the world and, and people around the world. And the stats are that about 40% of Australians are actually using their work computers um, and also phones to, to do things like shopping while they're at home. So they're working from home, but they're actually you know, doing things like uh, shopping. That has a pretty big impact if you think about it, because that time and that exposure 
um, to uh, really sites that they wouldn't be visiting during the normal work hours. Uh, means that the risk for the companies out there who have provided laptops, for example, or phones to their employees, um, those devices are at risk. And because those devices are at risk, it potentially means that the uh, organizations that those people work for are at risk also through things like uh, ransomware. And that's probably a big deal now, especially because so many businesses are already doing it tough um, and they don't need that added, I guess, burden on top of them as well. Well, you're absolutely spot on. I mean, let's be honest, uh, this has been an incredibly, incredibly difficult year for most of the, the organizations and the companies in Australia. And the last thing you need is that your systems are all brought down. Um, and especially this time of year, if, if you're in retail, for example, um, that would be disastrous. You know, not being able to, to take advantage of probably the most busy time of the year, um, absolute disaster. So 100%. Uh, what are some quick tips for just avoiding online scams completely? The, the first one is to be really, really just wary. Be cynical of everything you see for the next couple of months because that will serve you well and in, in sort of staying safe online. One of the things I would say is very easy to do, um, which is if you get an email and you get an email for maybe a package delivery um, or if you get an email about an incredible deal that you you know just seems so good, you, you want to take advantage of it, the attackers will often include a link in those emails. What you can do, instead of clicking on the link, just go straight to the organization's website. So if that's the courier, if that's the retailer, if it's your bank, whoever it is, go to their website on online. So just type in their domain to your browser. And then, you know, if you've got an account, log in. Because generally, you'll, you'll find all those notifications, you'll find tracking numbers, everything will be there online anyway. But what that means is the attackers don't get the ability to uh, essentially um, have you click on something and then, you know, kind of, be somebody who kind of clicks and then regrets. Um, anytime you've got a, a message around a delivery, for example, and they want you to enter personal information, like that's a big no-no. Um, postal and delivery services, they're a huge, huge target for scammers. And they will tend to not ask for that information. They'll tend to provide a tracking number. So just be very wary. Anytime an organization that is um, that you deal with is asking for personal information or a credit card number, be wary. Go to, go to their website, don't click on the link. Don't try and take any shortcuts. Uh, and I guess you're more about the prevention than the cure, but what are your, what's your advice for people who have fallen victim already? They've already handed over those details or maybe they've already got that ransomware and, and their computer is locked out. What can be done after that? Yeah, it's, it's not a good position to be in, um, obviously. Um, if it has happened, be very, very wary of using the computer um, that you feel has been compromised. Um, if you're not a professional, I would say bring that to an, uh, a company that can look at it for you and they can scan for things like um, malware um, and understand you know, if, if that has happened or not. They can scan the machine, make sure that it's clean. Um, I, I'm very, very cynical about that. Personally, if I ever felt like my machine had been compromised, I'd actually reinstall the operating system from scratch, but I know most people can't do that. Um, so if you're not in the industry, I would say bring it to a professional. If you've been hit by ransomware, and that's when the files on your computer get locked up, and uh, they ask for a Bitcoin um, ransom to unlock the, uh, the files, the general advice is don't pay the ransom. Um, and the reason for that is really when you think about who you're dealing with, you're dealing with essentially criminals. So you've no idea, even if you pay the ransom, 
will they actually unlock your files? So the advice would really be, um, don't pay the ransom, bring the machine to a professional and, and be very cynical um, of using that machine. I certainly wouldn't go ahead and, and you know, enter personal information or use that for online banking if I thought anything had happened. It's too risky. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, before you go, uh, a recent report has found that, you know, there's millions of people around the world still using really vague passwords like the word password or strings of numbers like one, two, three, four, five, six. Can you tell us why it's important to have a strong password? Yeah, absolutely. So the the idea of a strong password really is um, how long it takes for an attacker to do a couple of things. There's an idea called a brute force attack where you can use uh, essentially a computer to try and run through a bunch of different combinations to guess what your password is. Um, or a dictionary attack, which is looking up a known list of passwords to see if it's on that list and then, you know, kind of away you go if you're an attacker. So if you're using password one, two, three, honestly, that is basically instantly available to an attacker. You might as well not have a password. Um, and I mean that quite literally, there's no time involved in guessing that if you're an attacker. Um, if you scale it up to something where you use maybe, I don't know, like eight or nine characters and you might put um, a well-known word with a number and maybe an exclamation mark, that's a couple of days um, for an attacker to use a brute force attack. If it's in a dictionary, like it's probably 30 minutes or so, really you need to be at this point using, I would say a password manager and if people Google those, they'll be able to find them online. There's a bunch of them that are available. Many of them are free. And the idea with that is a password manager can use a very, very long and complex password that you don't have to remember. It does the job for you. Now, you also get the added advantage of a different password for lots of different platforms. And why that's important is if you're using the same password for social media, for banking, for online retail, and you're using your email to log into those sites, which is often the way these days. If an attacker gets your password, they've got access to everything. Where if you actually use a password manager, the the reality is, first of all, they're very, very unlikely to be able to guess the password that the password manager has generated. But even if they do, they don't get access to anything else except for that one site. So that would be my first tip. You know, use a password manager. Secondly, and um, this actually comes from the Australian Cybersecurity um, Association, so the ACSC, um, and they have the idea of using a passphrase. So instead of a password, think of a essentially a sentence. So it could be, uh, today is a lovely day and I'm having a cup of tea. And you might put in you know, an exclamation mark uh, in there. That actually is much more hard to, uh, to crack. It'll take about a year with a brute force attack. And for an attacker, it's it's actually very, very difficult for you as a person. You're going to be able to remember that because it's a sentence. And one thing to say is you, you don't want to choose lyrics from a song or something very obvious. Um, you want it to be something that's probably unique to you, but that you'll remember. So they'd be the two things I would say, password managers and using passphrases instead of passwords. 
I'll tell you what, I am constantly having to hit that forgot my password button. It is so frustrating. (laughs) Oh, I know that feeling all too well. I swapped over to a password manager about five years. And honestly, just in terms of forgetting passwords, I don't have to think about it anymore because the thing just takes care of all of that for me. So it's it's easier and it's more secure. So it's like a double win. All right, great advice there. So for Cyber Security and Cyber Monday, we've got it all wrapped up. Gar, thank you so much. Thank you, Damien. Lovely to talk to you. Delia Ricard is the Deputy Chair of the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, and she spoke with David Koch on Sunrise early this week. What tactics are scammers using to get our cash online that we've got to watch out for? Hi, Koshi. Well, the scammers will be out there for Cyber Friday and Cyber Monday and Black Friday, I should say. And they set up fake shops and the goods look great. They're often a really competitive or low price. However, you send off your money and either nothing turns up or you get some fake rip-off or weirdly we're seeing cases where people buy a big thing and they get a baseball cap or something like that. Um, We're also seeing them on classified shopping sites and they may say once you show an interest in buying, let's say, a wardrobe, that they're away travelling so they need to organise someone to deliver it to you so you will need to pay extra. You pay the money for the wardrobe and the delivery and nothing shows, unfortunately. Um, Should these online shopping marketplaces take some responsibility for sort of weeding out uh, uh, the fraudsters in this? I know I'm getting spammed by the RM Williams one at the moment across all of my feeds. They should take responsibility. We certainly give information back to the classified sites and the social media platforms about the scams we're seeing, and RM Williams is a big one, and particularly when they're on notice that a particular type of good is common with scams and when they've had scams reported to them so they know about the seller and they will have a range of details on the seller which should help prevent them being on the site. Okay. All right, uh, some quick advice for us. First of all, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. If you're dealing with an online site you haven't dealt with before, do a Google search, see what others have had to say about it. The last two I did for things I wanted to buy for people for Christmas both turned out to be scams, so you can't be too careful. And watch watch how you pay. Pay over credit card, PayPal. Don't use cyber currency, gift cards, any of those things. Yeah, it's a clear sign when they ask you to pay by Bitcoin, that's for sure. (laughs) All right, Delia, thank you for that. Appreciate the warning. Thanks, Koshi. So, the takeaways, stick with trusted retailers, pay with a credit card and always check a company's authentic website if a deal looks suspicious. There's more information about scams and how to report them at 7news.com.au forward slash newsfix and you'll also find a list of legitimate Black Friday bargains there as well. Until next time, I'm Damien Huffenden and this has been your Newsfix. Fix.